I made a killing on band-aids, man. Like literally. Oh my god! Yeah, seriously, the band-aid industry has to give him like a legacy award or something. <laughs> like band-aids have one purpose, but he literally like flipped that purpose on its head. You know what I mean? Like he's putting on band-aids for no reason now. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's not even hurt. He doesn't even have yeah. a boo-boo or nothing. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, do y'all remember when Dwayne Wade rocked the band-aid for a he minute? Did. He, he did rock the band-aid. That's right. You know, I, I know that you guys are Dwayne Wade, um, you know, Dwayne Wade heads, but he is not the first to rock a bandaid. I'm just, I just want to make that clear right now. Is there another player who rocked Eddie Hardaway? Eddie oh, Hardaway really? rocked the bandaid before Dwayne Wade did. Oh wow! wow. Damn, Damn. money Damn. on it. Yes, absolutely. See, folks, this is why this is why you listen to the free ballers. You know, boom, free ballers. Celtics Laker. I mean, that was just that was great back to backs, man. You really can't get much better than that. It was it was pretty good. I have to admit. so much star power on the court and just uh, you know, I have you to agree really with you. Beat those matchups. I know. I mean, uh, a guy shitting himself off the court <laughs> and then returning to like a, a hero's welcome and fucking like just saving the day. That's high drama. Like it doesn't get oh, much man. better. Well, I mean, let's okay. We're not talking like a Willis Reed situation here. Like he basically shit his pants, got, went out, went to the you know locker room, took a shower, wiped his asshole, and then came yeah. back out. And, it's you like know, a yeah, it's like a mud butt Willis Reed, dude. <laughs> For God's sakes, it's mud butt. Oh. Well. Welcome to a very special episode of the Free Ballers. I'm Alex here as always with John. Yo! This is a special episode. You know what I'm saying? We have our very first ever guest, ladies and gentlemen. Kawhi Leonard. Bring him out. Bring him out. Bring him out. So we have someone much, much more prestigious than Kawhi Leonard. Absolutely. Uh, Jeff Monico, everyone. Okay. Last name and everything. It's Jeff. What's up? What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. First time, long time. Uh, <laughs> subscriber since episode one. And, oh, man. Uh, Way back then. Excited for what's to come. Very excited to uh, be a part of this. Yeah, damn, this is fucking cool. We should have Jeff back and you, and just to just to prove someone's listening. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff should come back more times. I'm already I'm already for it. <laughs> Likewise, <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. Watching the games or watching, um, especially when you watch on like the illegal streams and shit, you you see all of the stuff going on in the arena. So you get to see like the kiss cam or like. Uh, everybody doing dabs and shit mascots and, jumping on trampolines dunking and stuff like that yeah the you get to see uh, uh what's her name red panda do y'all know red panda excuse uh, me do you know what i'm talking about i do not Can't say I, i've heard of red panda before um I, I could be wrong on the name but i'm pretty sure it's red panda and at like uh she's one of the most famous halftime performers she spins plates like uh oh, on a, on a yeah. unicycle like yep. just on a yep. unicycle and it's out of control she uh, goes to like all nba games right like she goes to yeah. all of them yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, she should be like a. She's going to be in the Hall of Fame. She's going to be in Hall of Fame probably <laughs> before Chris Webber. That's fair. Oh, damn! Man. Why you got to do that? Leave the man alone. <laughs> um, time so, out! Yeah. Time out! Ah, damn! We ran out of. Oh hell! That's a technical dude. That's a. <laughs> that's a uh, are we? Uh, Free Ballers podcast is always out of timeouts. We don't have oh, any. Sure. Never. Yeah. No. <laughs> Jeff. You have some experience in halftime events, is that so? Yes, I was very fortunate to be able to participate in a shooting contest in halftime one time. Oh man! Ooh, okay, it's nothing right. uh, lucrative as far as a, a half court one shot take all scenario, but um, I got to reap the you know the benefits of standing on NBA court, taking a few shots. It was it was worthwhile. I have to. I have to say that's that's hallowed ground. Like I've never stepped foot on an NBA court before. So seriously, yeah. seriously, yeah. just how, what did it feel like just to like step onto the floor? You know that scene. If, this is going back, obviously, and stating myself, but uh, with Field of Dreams, where you cross over into the ball field. Uh, and then you're a part of the. <laughs> it felt like that. It's fucking beautiful, Jeff. <laughs> you you walk out there and. Uh, you know, I can't even explain it. There was a one of the two Ks that um, featured Jordan on the cover. It starts out with him oh, running out of the tunnel. Yeah. That's that's what it felt like. I literally was sitting in front of probably fifteen Heat dancers in the back area Ooh. before you come out onto the court, and I didn't even care that that was even going on because I was just like, I'm about to go out in front of whoever that doesn't get, get a hot dog or a beer right now and actually wants to see me, this goofy white dude, go out there and shoot a couple of balls. I'm gonna go out there and do my thing and. That was like surreal to me. Like nothing else mattered at that point. So uh, what what was the challenge that you had to do? Like, was it just making a, a single shot, you know, or like what, what did they have you do? It was five spots, probably 12 to 15 feet in range uh, lined up uh, from the free throw line and going off into the elbows, not three point range or anything. Like I said, 12, 15 feet max. Um, going from the corner, almost like around the world. Around the world. Yeah, yeah. And okay. ironically enough, the prize were trips to different places around the world. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So nice. that's pretty much all it was. Like I said, it was no uh, run back and forth in like a big cheeseburger outfit or anything like that. <laughs> I wasn't competing against anybody. But it was something Damn. that was, uh, oh, was right up my wheelhouse. I, ever since I've played basketball, I've always enjoyed shooting. So I was like, okay, let's, let's do this. I had like my, my jersey on. I had my Jordans on. Like I felt so ready but so unprepared at the same time. <laughs> you were like uh, that dude that looks like Clay Thompson, like that showed up in full <laughs> Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was great. So which, uh, okay. Yeah. So, so let, let, you know, you're, you're kind of good at setting the scene here, but so what, what, what Jersey were you wearing? Like, were you, were you nervous? Were your hand, were your palms sweaty? Mom spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you guys have referenced that before on this show. Uh, you know, for me, I can sweat in a freezer. So to be right. in that situation, yeah, I was a bit nervous. But to be honest, I had one goal in mind. Um, I think I was donning away jersey. I wanted to show some respect. Now my my fantasy stepped in before I even walked out there. I'm like, I'm gonna go around, make all five shots, and I'm just gonna dunk before time even runs out. <laughs> be like, of course, this kid's yeah. awesome. Sign him to a ten day immediately. <laughs> Obviously, did not happen. In full hindsight, wouldn't even have tried it, but. It Damn, was something dude. that uh, it was definitely a vision of mine going into it. Fuck! But, Could you imagine if like Duncan Robinson? That's like how he got signed. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure. Yeah, pretty sure that's how he got signed. This is all. This is probably going back. You know, close to 
eight, nine years ago. And then, uh, yeah, I was fortunate enough. And this is kind of how I got involved in this in the first place. You know, I didn't, I didn't get my ticket pulled or get any kind of like special um, contest. My boss that I worked with used to be what I would describe as the walking cheese doodle for the heat. Bernie. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, the mascot? Yeah. He used to oh, be Bernie for the inaugural 13 seasons for the heat, uh, which he said was half sheepdog, half bald eagle. I'm not sure if that is a better description. <laughs> but essentially, uh, we went early to the game. He parked curbside at the arena. They know him personally, all the uh, police and personnel. And uh, he had been around for so long. It just they went to a younger, more affordable person to play the suit. But long story short, um, we were sitting down there and they're like, Who's your buddy? And he's like, ah, this is Jeff. He's like, he works for me. He's a co-worker. He's, he's like, you want me to get him into the halftime show? And I was like, is he serious? And sure enough, <laughs> he said, come meet me at the first halftime break and um, we'll get you on. That's fucking yeah. amazing. And I was like, no way. And I'm like, I'm not even worried about the game. The game was awesome. I, I think we played against the Suns, if I'm not mistaken. It was actually when Sean Marion was there. And lo and behold, after the game was over and after the shooting contest took place, I actually got to meet sean marion amazing oh that's awesome now that this happens and they they tell you you're going to do the halftime thing uh when it's time to go uh and do that um what was that like uh because i'm sure you got to see a little bit of like the innards of the arena and everything that that we don't normally get to see and probably walk by some people that are like oh shit that's that guy or whoever um what, what was that like well the whole concept of just going there for a game was completely thrown out the window. The second this happened, this is before tip off, anything took place. So okay. the whole thing I'm thinking of, like, what am I going to be doing? Like what type of event? They, went, they didn't tell me what it was going to be. They didn't say it was going to be a shooting contest. They said, a, you know, a halftime contest. So I'm thinking yeah. again, I'm going to have like the chicken yeah, suit on. Che- and cheeseburger outfit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't thinking about anything until it was time to actually go down there. And then I'm like, what if I do something really dumb? And then I didn't even care a, a while. Cause then, I'm walking down the hallway, and here comes fully suited up Zoe. Oh, oh that's wow. so cool. That's and amazing. He, he was there, obviously, very early on in the Heat's tenure, and um, my boss knew him, and he was like, he's like, hey, what's going on, man? How you ah. doing? He's like, and I got to shake his hand and meet him. I was like, you know, I followed your career. It's very good to meet you. He's like, he's like, I appreciate it. Very intimidating guy, obviously. You know, one of the, sure. the bigger, more muscular guys to play the game, and um. It's just cool to see him, you know, outside of uniform, outside of what you've seen on TV. Yeah. Uh, he's obviously out in the community a lot, but I've never frequented any of those heat events. But it was cool to see him just like backstage, just doing his thing. And it was almost like a like WWE when you just see those camera shots. It's like that. You're walking through like a grayed out tunnel. Yeah. Some people, yeah. personnel walking by. But that was probably uh, the, the starstruck moment for me until did, the did actual he, event. Like, did he like turn around and like throw his jersey at you and then uh... – <laughs> Or you either gave you a coach or something <laughs> like that? Like, did that, how that, did that how that went down? Or <laughs> No, he, he was real real cool and casual with it. He just came walking down the hallway. Like I said, he spotted my boss, recognized him immediately, and then I got introduced. Damn. You know, it was real quick in passing. But, uh, you know, there was no pat on the cheek, like, here's looking at you, kid, or anything like that. Do you remember, was, uh, uh, do you remember cool. the, the hardcore title in WWF and, like, how you could <laughs> – challenge for it at any time like 24 hours a day at any time like any place anytime you could just challenge whoever had it do you remember that yeah, of course P- uh, pin no pin fall matters anywhere yeah 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 just anywhere they're just at chipotle like it oh my god, god that man has a family like you bring like a ref into the restaurant yeah. with you. 
Speaking of like your uh, the fantasy of uh, of going out there nailing all five shots and then dunking and then getting a ten day, uh, what they they didn't tell you that it, the hardcore title rules applied. So right there, you just needed to give a solid stunner to Zoe, and then you you would be on the team. You would actually be probably Miami Heat legend. That that, uh, that could have very well been like a a secret in. I never would even have thought about that. Yeah, I mean, dude's only like six eleven two. <laughs> 70 or something <laughs> you're fine man you got it whatever <laughs> well, i mean again I, I don't know how much alex has uh told you about me and i'm not bragging but like you know, i'm six four i play pretty good oh, ball okay you it's know true. you guys had a great conversation uh, a couple episodes into the season about being able to try to make one basket in the nba yes and as as good as i think i have been in my life in basketball Still, I'm on the same philosophy that you and Alex Aww. were talking about. Do not think, unless it was a wing and a prayer or a chuck, you know, and just getting lucky. No, these guys are way too good. Like, there's no way I'd go out there and ball in Brian Scalabrini. You know, I didn't play high school ball. <laughs> I was just, I was just a playground. You know, let's go out there and see what we can do, kind of guy. And yeah, we made the so, most of it, man. I was, I was very fortunate to go up in the neighborhood. <laughs> Essentially, Jeff would totally dunk on Zoe. End of discussion. <laughs> so, ten day um, contract, Miami Heat legend. You know the whole the whole nine. Yeah. yeah. Um, he dunks so, on Zoe. Zoe makes, that, Zoe makes that face from that meme where you or that GIF or whatever or that uh, you know where he's either Heat are losing by thirty to the Bulls and he's just like sitting on the bench. He's oh, just thinking gosh. to himself. That it's such a sad, GIF iconic GIF. Oh, <laughs> I love it every time. It's so applicable in so many scenarios. All right, so you see, you see Alonzo Mourning. Uh, holy shit! So then, instant uh, boner. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rock solid. It was absolutely. <laughs> um, so now, are they are they leading you through the tunnel or something to to kind of get give you the rundown of what's going to happen? Or yeah, um, the guy that led what was called the extreme team at the time, um, really really short, funny guy, and he was like, he's like, look, you're going to sit here. And as soon as they take a commercial break, because it was actually not directly during halftime at this point, we didn't get down there and set situated early enough. Okay. So it actually happened in the middle of like a third quarter break. It was a really quick contest. Oh, damn. Um, so like D Wade and them had to like watch you do this. They were, they were on the bench. They were on the bench. Yeah, it's crazy. So it actually oh made it more like a uh, nerve wracking. Yeah. thinking, like I said, like half the stadium was probably out getting a beer or something like that. It's, Holy it's shit. More people in their damn. seats. They probably actually like are not trying to move. At this yeah, time, so, yeah, damn, they bamboozled you with that one. Yeah, yeah, they, they put me on the spot with them. So, my buddy who came with me, uh, he he left to go hang out with and talk with someone else, you know, personnel that he had known from working there previously as Birdie. And uh, I'm just sitting there by myself in one of those like nice leather black chairs, like basically courtside, with like awesome. I said, 15 heat dancers or so behind me, and uh, nothing Is but the, the open game? court. Is the, the game taking the game's place? going on right now. Oh, yeah. That's fucking amazing. And Jeez. I'm on home side. So I'm seeing like, you know, Udonis Haslam and wait. And I'm just like, wow, this is, this is insane. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's fucking cool. And Never I have heard of him. <laughs> I've had the privilege of actually sitting courtside just uh, under a year ago as a gift. Yeah. yeah. And nothing, you know, I would think ever is going to compare to sitting there. You wouldn't want to sit anywhere else in the house, but that moment, still doesn't replace what it was like, you know, so many years ago, ready to go out there and actually knowing you were going to step on the court, not yeah. just sit by it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fucking cool. All right. So, so now what happens? There's like a timeout or something. And if they're like, Spo looks at you and he's like, Monico, <laughs> get in the fucking game. <laughs> yeah. So this, uh, 
this spiky haired guy that also plays um, with the extreme team in the halftime show, the trampoline guys and whatnot. Um, he's like, okay, we're going to bring you out and get you on. Um, there's going to be a couple spots. Just follow our lead and, you know, they'll tell you what to do on the intercom. And I was like, okay. So, you know, like I, I reached down almost like I had Reebok pumps on, you know, like I had to like get the <laughs> shoes ready, like made sure my shoes were tight. Like I had, yeah. I had jeans on and like I said, like a, like a Jersey with an under um, shirt. So I was like, okay. Damn, I'm about man. as ready mom as I'm going to get. Mom spaghetti, dude. I actually, had, uh, I actually had the last shot Jordans on, the 14s. Clean, oh, hell shit. yeah. Oh, dripping, dude. So <laughs> I go out there after they introduce me. Um, like, we're going to do a contest. You know, pay attention. Uh, bring yourself to the home side. We're going to bring Jeff out. And I'm like, okay. Okay, it's cool. I get my name on the intercom. Like, all right. <laughs> all right, all right. And I see these little five, uh, like a foam mat that you would stand on to shoot from. So you okay. get to choose whatever one you want to start from. And basically explain you're going to have 30 seconds to make as many shots from these spots, you know, thus trying to complete all five within the 30 seconds. And after you're done, whatever ones you have made a shot from or none, none at all, you're going to stand by one. So my job was basically simple, make one shot and I'm going to get something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I said, okay, that's cool. And they, you know, started doing, uh, the basketball cart out. So they had a couple extra balls to give me a couple people Ooh, rallied around the so rim. Almost like, cool. like you're playing 21 Yeah, and you, you get a countdown, Jeff, you ready? Thumbs up and, and go. Oh, man, that's and, like and right before that, contest or something. It, it's yeah. so true. Like everything just went silent. You're just like, all right, I'm in it now. You know, like for better, for worse, people are watching. I could, I could slip and fall on my ass right now. I'm going to do, <laughs> do it with grace and pride and maybe a little bit of embarrassment, but it is what it is. That's and awesome. I, so uh, did they play uh, music and shit? You know what I mean? Was there yeah, like, they, there probably was some, some annoying beat playing like while you're doing this. I think Irie was out there spinning some tune, oh, you know, and, uh, oh man, that's amazing. <laughs> of course, the guy that introduced the whole competition and, and did the whole uh, announcing throughout it was the two minute guy. The Dos, oh, Minutos. Dos Minutos himself, dude. He's Damn. like, all right, Jeff, you're ready. You know, he's like sitting here telling me all the, with that high pitch, you know, like a you know, radio voice he has. Wow. Like, okay. Damn. What a dream, dude. That's, that's fucking amazing. Can you guys so, uh, side note, who's Dos Minutos if, uh, for non-heat fans here? That's <laughs> yeah, okay, true. So bro. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to have any confusion. Um, with, I'm sure every arena has a guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, there's also on Heat Twitter, there's a Dos Minutos. Uh, shout out to that guy. Um, but it's not him. Um, I'm talking about Michael Bayamonte. He is the in-arena announcer for the Heat. So, like, oh, basically, okay. basically my entire, like, conscious life of watching the Heat, he's the guy who does, like, uh, the starting, the intro introductions, you know, like gotcha. the starting lineup, like, uh, you know, every single time that Dwayne Wade has ever been introduced as a Miami Heat starter, it's Michael Biamonte do it, doing this, you know. It's crazy. And um, we were calling him Dos Minutos because um, – one of the things that uh, the Heat fans do is at the two-minute warning, he says, two minutes, and then the whole crowd says, dos minutos. Okay, okay. <laughs> it, it had, to be, uh, it had <laughs> to be his idea because I feel like when he first started doing it, he would do it. He would do the response, too, to kind of, like, show people, and then it caught on. Now he doesn't even have to say. He just says two minutes. And then everyone just screams Dos Minutos. This happens at every Heat home game? 
Every Heat game. Yeah. Every really? every time there's two minutes left in the quarter. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Which yeah. is why he's referenced as such. But like I said, he does have a name. Thank you for remembering now because I wouldn't have time to look it up or remember it. But uh, it was cool, you know, because he, he brings you out there, asks if you're ready. I assume the very first spot, which was uh, on the right elbow if you're facing the basket. Um, so it was kind of like uh, that Haslam sweet spot right there, like that 15-foot range. Nice. Yeah, there that range. Brian Grant spot. Yeah, it, it was yeah. a little off the cut. So when they said go, I'm I'm not worried about, you know, where the – um, next shot is I'm just worried about making the very first shot to say thousand percent, you know, like, like I, I'm going to be one for one guaranteed. I could, I could walk away right now and be like, Nope, never miss a shot on NBA court. I'm out of here. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, as soon as the horn, uh, sang right off the glass, I didn't call it. I didn't call it, Ooh, but oh, nice off the glass in. And I did like uh, a little ta- Tiger Woods fist pump and ran on. Hell the yeah. Next hell yeah. <laughs> So, so wait, uh, so I, I, maybe I, I don't mean to interrupt your story here, Jeff. No, you're fine. I, I, I'm getting a little confused. So I thought it was, a, you said it was an around the world scenario. So I thought the idea was you just start at one spot, make one shot, go to the next one, take a shot, make it. Or am I confused as to what the actual, like the, the, the contest was here? Or Once you make a shot, you're allowed to advance to any other shot that's, you know, available right. to you. You didn't have right. to go in any kind of order they said, but essentially when you make a shot, that locks that particular reward, whatever it was. And I had no oh. idea. I wasn't privileged to what it was at the time. Okay. Um, that locks you in. So if you make one shot out of five, you're going home with something. But you oh, have to skate. Awesome. Yeah. One so of them's like a Popeye's it. chicken sandwich. <laughs> you got to really be, you got to select that shot wisely. So made, made the first <laughs> shot, like I said, off glass and uh, went to the second shot. It clanked off the back iron, came back. And then I made this, um, the next succession shot. Uh, so I was two for three at that point. And oh, then I yeah. did, I did go in order as around the world would be and got to the free throw line. When I nice. got there, all you see beyond that windowed plexiglass is faces, faces. Yeah. The, I mean, I think most people for the most part, weren't really paying attention. I like I had like the little um, free throw knockers out or anything, or, you know, said anything <laughs> that been fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right. What a dick but move. My head just got, to me, you know, I can't say I'm a career 90% free throw shooter or anything, but I don't think I'm a bad free throw shooter. I think I must have missed, oh, obviously until the buzzer sounded, but I must have missed nine free throws in a row. Like just shack them. <laughs> oh my God. Like clank, did you, clank. Okay. Did, did you shoot them like a jump shot or did you shoot it like, did you get like the little routine in and you kind of, you know, you stood on your, on like the, the, you know, you stood flat and shot it like a free throw, free throw. I, type I, I think thing? I shot, I, I still have a DVD of this actually, believe it or not. I haven't oh, watched it in a very long time. My, my boss actually value. made sure that happened. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. Uh, the free throw line was not very intimidating once you actually get to the distance part of it. But when you look up and you see the 100 seats, the 200 seats, the top of the you know arena looking back yeah. at you, you're just like, yeah. you don't even pay attention to basketball. I was looking beyond basketball. I was looking yeah. beyond the little 20 second you know, left on the clock timer. <laughs> yeah, and you was, could kind of sympathize with like Dwight Howard or Shaq or something. Yeah. Or Andre you know? Trummett. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, or White <laughs> Side. Or, or I, I, I didn't airball anything. I mean, I, I clank, clank, clank. In fact, uh, I think there was one point where I thought it was going in. I started like advancing to the other shot just to be like, and everybody's like, Oh, after every miss, like, Oh, like, <laughs> oh, that <stinks. laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome. So, though. Like, you know, once you made the first shot, it was beyond my uh, knowledge at the time. Cause I was just trying to make all five. Like I said, dunk, fill out the, the dream scenario, um, which wasn't going to happen. 
<laughs> but once I made that first one, I was locked in. So I went back to where I started after the time sound, and they're like, oh, you, you know, you missed the last one, but Jeff, you did make two shots. So go stand on one that you've made it from, and we're going to see what you have. So I just went back to the very first shot I made, and they're like, all right, Jeff, you didn't know this, but there are opportunities for you in this contest to travel around the world. So let's see where you're oh. not going. And it's like, okay. <laughs> they start flipping over the other mats, the team of individuals that were helping rebound and get the ball back to me. And one was San Juan, Puerto Rico. One was Costa Rica. Ooh. One was, uh, I think, uh, Dominican Republic. And I was just like, oh, man. The one they flip over to me, which seemed like a cool concept at the time. They're like, Jeff. No, I'm Alaska. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Pick up that mat, flip it over, and show everybody where you're going. And I, I flip it over, and I don't even look at it at first. But I, I flip it up and show it to the crowd. And he's like, you're going to Kingston, Jamaica. And I was okay. like, oh, my God. <laughs> and literally was just like dumbfounded by the opportunity. The trip really didn't even matter. It could have been anywhere. It could have been the place I've always wanted to go to my life. It didn't even matter. The fact that I was standing on that court, slapping high fives with people. They were yeah. excited for me jumping around like, oh, man, you got it. You won. I'm, just like, <laughs> I'm like, that's great and everything. But like. Can I just stay here for the rest of the game and, and watch the game? Because <laughs> this was yeah. awesome. You're like, I got, I got a solid like 28 minutes in me, Spo. Like, let's let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, not to uh, n- not to be mean to the Heat organization, but I noticed all those trips that you mentioned are all within like I don't know a hundred nautical miles of Miami. <laughs> so they basically like they, they they're not sending you like across the country. They're sending you like hey, no. it's, a little, it's a little puddle jumper across the ocean. You know what I yeah, mean? There was nothing outside of the Caribbean. That's for a fact. Yeah. <laughs> Bahamas, Costa Rica, Puerto Rico, um, Dominican Republic and, and Jamaica. So yeah, it was, it was yeah. just around Robin. Which are all great places, by the way. Don't get me wrong. I'm just oh, saying, yeah. it's like, it looks like the Heat were trying to save a little bit of money there on their airline tickets. So. <laughs> it, was, it, was, yeah. it was two airline <laughs> tickets, uh, you know, round trip, obviously. It didn't pay for anything else, you know, as far as hotel, lodging, uh, you know, the uh, food and whatnot would have been on me. The weed would have been on me. It's one of those things where, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things where I uh, looked at the opportunity down the road and it never ended up actually even going on the trip, never fulfilled the voucher to go actually get the tickets mailed in. Oh. But – Long story short, it didn't. It said it didn't even matter. That wasn't the impressive part. That wasn't the reason I did it. That wasn't the uh, the reason I got to be able to be there that night. It was completely yeah. just uh, a surreal moment for me. Sorry, the little one is crying a little bit, which is honestly adorable. But um, yes, as is. a as a Heat fan, um, honestly, like a trip to anywhere wouldn't compare to going out onto the fucking court in the middle of the timeout. No, like, no, nothing uh, compares. Yeah. So that's, that's badass, man. So this is obviously a full timeout. Not, n- not a 20, right? Like, this is <laughs> like, okay. like today, dude, like, could you fucking uncut gems? I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like immediately afterward myself and came back down to earth. Like I was thinking like, they're probably like all thinking like on the bench, like, man, that kid's trash, son. Like, he couldn't <laughs> even make a free throw. But at the same time, like I said, making the first shot was good enough for me. Making the second shot was beautiful. And then seeing that view, I, you'll never yeah. get it back. I'll, I'll never yeah. stand on that exact same spot with that exact same moment. With doesn't matter if anything's riding, but having that view, just like, wow, like this is what these guys get to see as a routine day at work. And for me, mm. it's like the coolest moment of my life, you know? That yeah. that was the wildest part. 
Were you uh, when when you when you stepped onto the so so you you you've played like street ball before, uh, right, Jeff? You've you've like, yeah, you've rec basketball. league, street ball, all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So like when you step onto an NBA court, like is it are you sort of taken aback by like the dimensions? Is like it's 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 so much bigger than a normal court that you than than a court that you played on before. Like, does it sort of like take your breath away? Are you sort of like intimidated by it a little bit? Yeah, I mean, uh, intimidation had to be a factor. You know the. Uh, there was no like true anxiety or anything. Like I was excited in every way you can be excited for. Uh, but the idea of stepping out there, seeing the jumbotron, like hearing your name be announced, oh. like it, it, it really does put in perspective, like how some people that maybe have some skills have the ability. Um, I think you guys mentioned like Royce white, completely different thing, but like some people have a mental block, like that's just something they can't yeah. go out there yeah. and do. Yeah. And it shows you how like, uh, faults, faults forgot how to shoot for a minute. Yeah, he forgot. Yeah, how to shoot. Yeah. Exactly. That's a great uh, example. He's crushing it now though. He's crushing by it. the way, but yeah, he looks good, man. Yeah. I mean, sometimes a change of scenery will do that for you. Yeah, no, I mean, that's awesome. Like I, I couldn't even like, I remember my first, just to, you know, not to uh, steal from your experience, but I remember my first NBA game that I went to when I was uh, a teenager, um, it was an Orlando magic game. And like, uh, I had really good seats and to the point where like my head was like level with like, you know, the players heads, like I'm talking like, you know, I look out on the court and I'm looking eye to eye with like Horace Grant. Wow. And it's like, yeah. it's like wow. and it's like, damn, and these guys are like, you watch them on TV all the time and then you see them right there and you're like, these guys are fucking huge. They like, are just, for yeah, real. They are yeah. big fucking dudes. Yeah. The so. time I got to sit, I uh, got to sit courtside was recently last year, and um, Kelly Olynyk is is a monster. Yeah, he's just a, a <laughs> yeah. the power of Canadian pizza. I mean, it's unbelievable. Canadian bacon, dude. Yeah, it, it makes no sense, man. It's it is wild, and like I said, I'm not I'm not a big stature guy, but I'm a, I'm a pretty tall and lanky guy, and it's one of those things where it's like I, I walk around most places here and feel like most of the time I can communicate over the crowd. I'm one of the taller guys in the room, and there you're you're just average at best. Yeah, that's oh. nuts. That's nuts. I'm glad they, you brought up Kelly Olynyk, a guy that we can all share as a Celtics. <laughs> yes, it was a little bit yeah. of a pre-planned. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. There. We did draft him ahead of Giannis, which was stupid, but whatever. We're not. We're over it now. So yeah. it's cool. Yeah. A lot of people. A lot of people missed out on that one. I'm sure yeah, far far worse than Kelly. <laughs> that was the only time I got to do anything half term related, but I had went to a few different games, a handful of games with that same gentleman that used to be Bernie. Um, and it was wild because for a while we would stay after the game and usually the visitors, visitors would come back out and, and meet with the fans, kind of a meet and greet. And that particular game was the Suns game where I got to do a shooting contest. And that's when I met Sean Marion. Hell who yeah. at the time was a the solid Matrix. player and, and uh, you know, finished his career with Dallas beating the heat. I mean, it was, it was a great situation to, uh, to meet him in his earlier days before that occurred, it might not have been the same, uh, you know, affection I had for him. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I had the, I had the big program guide that they gave out in the beginning of the game and his uh, picture was in it. And I asked him if he could sign it. He signs it. And lo and behold, a season or two after that, if I'm not mistaken, he became a heat player. I was like, this is yeah. just creepy. Yeah. And that's crazy. A few, uh, maybe a season or two after that, I went to another game and that's back when Chris Paul, was led by uh, Byron Scott as the coach for the New Orleans Hornets. Yeah, yeah. And that's, they were a solid uh, team. Yeah, that's dunk on Dwight Howard, Chris Paul. Like, he was That is nasty. dunk on Dwight Howard, Chris Paul, who's yeah. crushing expectations over there at OKC. I love what you guys yeah. kind of talked I, him up about. But this was just a different era of Chris Paul. In fact, uh, they had Peja at that time. They had Birdman, who... Oh, I love this I'm, team. I'm using yes. all these names because I got an entire book of their signatures... 
at that time. Hell yeah. And late, obviously later on, uh, Birdman had just came back from his little binger and I looked at him and he had the most intimidating eyes. He's another big guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Hey, man, it's good to have you back, man. You, you know, you're a great player." And he's like, "It's good to be back, brother. It's good to be back." And I was like, oh. <laughs> he was just like <laughs> super intense, man. But I mean, he became a Heat player too, so I felt like I had like a percentage of meeting people to getting him on the team, and I was very excited to know. Oh yeah. Two solid players like that That's it. came over. That's it. You fucking heard it here first. <laughs> Jeff brought Sean Marion and Chris Anderson <laughs> to the Miami Heavy recruitment. <laughs> Did not violate any rules. Yeah, fucking breaking news. <laughs> well before the days of social media. <laughs> but it was it was intense. It was it was awesome. Like I said, it was a good string of a couple of years working with that guy and having that opportunity. Uh, I thank him still to this day because, like I said, it was it's a memory I'm going to carry with me literally as a DVD for the rest of my life. You know, like, I'm that's, never going to get rid of that. That's so cool. That's rad. Um, thanks for coming on and talking to us about this. Like, uh, your your first ever guest on the Free Ballers podcast. You know, yeah. it's an honor and, uh, and a privilege, guys. There's um, there's really no way to describe it to be a part yeah. of something that uh. It it seems like uh, on the way to work, I don't even know you guys like that. And then I get to meet, you know, John now, knowing Alex growing up. Like, wow, this is something that uh, you guys oh, yeah. get to do for fun. That's true. And to be a so, part of it like this, uh, it, it, for a story that I don't think anybody else would really care to, to listen to at first. You know, you guys uh, intrigued me. <laughs> this, is, this is interesting, Jeff, man. I have to admit, it's an honor to meet me. It really is. It really is. Sure. <laughs> this is a memory that you will carry... <laughs> For the rest of your life, I'm sorry we don't have a DVD for you or anything. But, I don't even know how to delete your guys' episodes, uh, so as long as yeah. I have an iPhone, if it'll you be on want, my iPod forever. If you want, dude, like if you want to go to like the DR or the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, <laughs> yeah. like uh, we'll get you a ticket, dude. We'll fulfill the. I think uh, Alex and I can split that. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Damn, man. Well, wait. So, do you have any? So, like, so you kind of just like you you happen to know you said okay. So, if I'm backing up here you knew the gentleman who who knew some who knew bernie bernie the person who is the no no he, he literally used to wear the orange costume and the sneakers he literally oh, was oh he used to, oh okay okay uh, the, the guy that you know i'm talking about my old boss uh when he was there and, and even afterwards big kid uh he never had kids of his own so i felt honored just that he would even think of me in that light to bring me there and um in all honesty he's a clown he he, he literally almost envisions or bodies uh, Bernie when you, when you see him, you're like, I can totally see you wearing this goofy <laughs> cheese doodle outfit. Isn't it, uh, isn't being Bernie or being like a uh, gorilla or whatever, um, whatever his name is, I forget Clutch. his name. Yeah. Isn't that kind of like the closest real life adult thing you can do to being Batman? Like, I feel like, uh, <laughs> I feel you know what I mean. So like it's almost like like meeting your your former boss. It's almost like uh, the what you were just talking about is got to be similar to like if you met Bruce Wayne and you're, just, and you're like starting to look at him and you're like, I think I think some some I'm familiar about this guy. Like I'm telling you, if you if you met him tomorrow and he told you, yeah, I used to work for Miami Heat, you'd be like, you were the mascot, right? Like you had to be. There'd be no other way around it. Like oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, Jeff. Uh, I don't know if you remember this or not, but I, I wonder: uh, is this dude we're talking about? It was he, Bernie? Do you remember when Bernie uh, he did like a front flip or some shit? He he fell on a lady. Yeah, 
This is that Bernie. Okay. So look, so look, not quite a front flip, but essentially he used to come up with some of the wildest ideas. He's a big, you know, 70s, uh, 60s rock guy. Uh, yeah. Three Dog Night. You know, he's a big, yeah. yeah. He's a great dude, but he would, he would get very outlandish with his stunts and he's a, he's a big practical jokester. So the team was playing overseas. I want to say like they had like a, a game in Puerto Rico or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. They were playing music and he tried to pull out the dance and she was like a little bit resistant, like, no, nah, you know, I don't want to. And I guess her purse or something got caught at some junction of like the, you know, the begging and pleading for her to come out and dance. And she got hurt coming off the chair. Like she just literally like took a, <laughs> took a dive, you know? And if you Googled like, you know, Bernie Puerto Rico, you'd find yourself a pretty interesting article and, and pretty much <laughs> his resignation somewhere in there. I'm sure it was wow. apology, you know, lawsuit, whatever, but it, he, I mean, he's a good guy. He wouldn't do it intentionally to hurt me, but just, you know, yeah. she wasn't an agile lady. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's funny when when you started telling the story, uh, basically your story, Jeff. I I, I googled just, just Bernie, and I knew how to spell it automatically. B U R N I E. I'm a big fan of puns, and so I, I'm, I really appreciate the name. Um, but Ber- I googled Bernie Miami Heat, and like you got one, two, third article down. Florida's most terrifying mascot, Miami's he- Miami Heat, <laughs> and, then, and then and then number four. The number four one is from like MiamiHerald.com. Bernie's hijinks lead to another lawsuit against Miami. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I'm like, what the hell is up with this dude? Like Bernie okay. is like the action park of mascots. You know that, is. Yeah. that amusement park where everybody yeah. just got all hurt in shit. New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like you don't hear about this stuff from like Benny the Bull. Everybody loves Benny the Bull. He's got a little rivalry going on with uh with with uh with Robin Lopez. Lopez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It's fun. You know, he never does anything wrong. Benny the Bull is perfect. Uh, never, but apparently, uh, Bernie, who it's just that—that's his name, Bernie B U R N I. I still love the name, by the way. Has a has had lawsuits. I mean, what the He's, hell is uh, happening down there? You know, you got to understand, Bernie the the man. You know, we can't judge Bernie. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got to look at you know. Uh, the true content of Bernie's character, and he's a good guy. You just got to be on your p's and q's when you're when you're <laughs> hanging out with him. You know, you got to make sure uh, you did your your yoga that weekend or whatever. And I will tell you this: just knowing more about the guy in his personal life, uh, they literally collaborate for a trip once a year, like other mascots, Billy the Marlin, and oh, the that's, that's fucking oh my awesome. God, for and real, the, the guys who play in the suits get together and go on like a like a guy's trip. You know, it, um, it's no. <laughs> You can't make this stuff up, man. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Stanley so the a, Panther. You know, like it's it's a known fact. Yeah. So it's a flame, a panther, a dolphin, and a marlin, and they're all just like hanging out and they're just Oh man. <laughs> and then in comes this walking orange cheese doodle, and you're like, Oh, <laughs> we just went into the Twilight Zone. <laughs> Let's not insult cheese doodles now, by the way. He's yeah, yeah, I'm throwing yeah. a couple bad lays at him, but no they deserve the respect. There. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, gentlemen, it's been fucking awesome talking to you, Jeff. Uh, thanks for sharing your tales with us, uh, (laughs) on this Zion Eve Eve. We welcome you to join us anytime in the future. Appreciate the invite guys.
It's been a pleasure, Jeff. Uh, yeah, and uh, appreciate your uh, taking the time for us and everything. And uh, yeah, say goodnight to the baby there. I appreciate having him on the show as well. So that was cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go Celtics, man. I think they're going to give Lakers Thanks, man. money. That's so nice to hear. That's so nice to hear from you, actually. Yeah, from a hey, they deserve it because uh, they had full opportunity to root Kemba and just didn't work out for them. So mm, they did. That's true. Yeah, he's playing good ball, man. He he fit the right piece. It was a perfect setup for him. I agree. I mean, it could have been Bradley Beal, but I'll take Kemba Walker. It's fine. You know, we have an embarrassment of riches up there in Boston, so it is what it is. Love Kemba, man. They're gonna um, take it home tonight. Hayward, Hayward kind of like when the season started, he was fucking balling. And like since he's been back uh, this most recent time, I haven't noticed him doing too, too much. Like, how's that going? Yeah, he had that. So he had the like hand injury that he got in a Spurs game. So he like ran into like a pick from LaMarcus Aldridge and like injured his hand. So he's kind of still recovering from that. Uh, but he's still like, I mean, he's still like a solid player that like teams would like to have, like at least coming off their bench. Like, how's I his mean, hair? Is his hair still like solid? You, you know, know the you know, for a white guy like him, his hair game and his beard game is strong, strong. You know it. Stronger than his ankle, apparently. Oh, so, you know, I mean, listen, everything str- everything is stronger than his ankle at this point. For Christ's sake, I mean, come oh, on, man, that ankle has a family, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let's that talk ankle, about the that, man behind the ankle. <laughs> yeah, that, that ankle does have a family. He's he's right. Yeah, there's a great uh, game of game of zones uh, video. One of the episodes where uh, he's a player in like a board game, and he they put him down the table, and the freaking piece just snaps at the ankle. And falls oh. <laughs> it's great. Oh. It's great. That man receives way too much hate. I feel. I, I don't. I don't know. It's just. Yeah, uh, I, I. I like his game and like. Uh, I want. I want to see him be back. You know, because like uh, he was always like the diet LeBron. Like his his Ooh, numbers. That little, even that's a little much. But yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying yeah. like Utah Gordon Hayward, like statistically, yeah. was like. Uh, yeah. uh, maybe not diet, LeBron, but like crystal <laughs> crystal light LeBron. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I miss. I think he was more like Keith Stone. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this. I, I miss the fearless Gordon Hayward. He he's uh, he. I think he with these in, with these two injuries, he's been kind of like he has a little bit of fear in him sometimes. Like he's a little afraid to be aggressive. Um, like like in last night, the game against the Suns the other night, like they were that the one that they lost in Boston. I was like, oh damn it. Uh, like he. He caught an uh, out of bounds alley oop from Marcus Smart that would have cut the game to like, uh, w- would have cut the Suns' uh, lead to like three points. And you're like, damn. And he like missed it. And it was like, damn, dunk, uh, it, through, dunk it in. You know what I mean? He like, yeah. he tried to lay it up and it like rolled off the rim. I mean, you know, like, he's yeah. probably got like alley oop PTSD though. I think he uh, does. It, it no. was actually the same type of alley oop that he would have caught uh, when, he, when he broke his ankle in Cleveland. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But it is what Damn. it is. Yeah. You know, like I said, he's a great player. Uh, you, you have to give him kudos because I don't know if Brad Stevens would be where he is right now if it wasn't for the success that kid pushed Butler to in college. Yeah, oh, you're right yeah. about that. Yeah, heck you're right yeah. about that. That's yeah. a solid point, actually. It's a good that's it's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. No, so no, you're Brad, right. Brad Stevens kinda kinda owes it to him to, <laughs> to see it through that he gets back to his old self. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean uh, I that's, that's very why he poetic, actually. Made the made the effort to get him over there and player he already knew he was and make him better and it, the ankle injury was unfortunate but i think ultimately they they still have a great all-around guy 
All yeah. of that being said, if he gets traded at the trade deadline, don't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're Bradley Beal. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll catch y'all fellers on the flippy floppy. Yes, sir. Uh, free ballers episode 70 million and uh <laughs> um yeah uh in, enjoy uh the debut of zion uh zion is upon us now zion yeah we'll all remember where we were on this on this day <laughs> zion be with you and uh, ev- everyone everyone have a good night yes sir have a good night guys yeah peace Pleasure. out boys yeah.